Why? That was pretty dope. That fucking was the first time that's ever matched up. I feel good about that. Good work, Thank you. What's up, Hasbros? What's up, bros? Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. I get that out of the way. Yeah, but what's your name? RTG in the house. <laughs> what are you doing? A morning zoo thing? Yeah. <laughs> when um, do you think that the phrase "in the house" is is has been put to rest yet? You know, because it, it back- no, I think a lot of people say "in the building." <laughs> in the building, Frazier has left the building. Yeah. Um, well, because I, I'm guessing that that phrase, because by the time we were old enough, that phrase was already cliche, like something that you would make fun of, like like yeah, a, yeah. you know, like that was like, well, my name is Paul, and I'm here to say. I you still know? say fat, p h a t. Yeah, in my old age, I'll be like, that's fat. <laughs> <laughs> like that just shows my like. Even a young kid would be like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> no, you don't understand, youngin. That's fat with a p h a t. I still say that's fly. That's dope. Yeah, that's uh, we we as our generation appropriated a lot of black terminology, and I'm sure that's still going. It's probably uh, even going on e- even more nowadays. Oh yeah, squad lit turn up, right? All them fuck. But it, the way it works is that that uh, shit comes up in in some sort like uh, you know, that's just a term that normal inner city young black kids start using. Yeah, and then a few years later, like the the cool like whoever's kind of on the cusp of that. Yeah, fucking starts using it, and then it gets into white culture, and then white people start thinking that they're cool using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it, all, and then you know, and then it becomes made and fun the, of. The best is when it goes like super mainstream, like the fist bump, or like uh, when, when like you see old people, maybe like bling bling, <laughs> you know, like when they go like super <laughs> off the wall. Right. That's when it's hilarious. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I think in the house is is even gone. Yeah, in the house has yeah. even gone past that yeah you know like for the last decade or so it's been the you know like on a sitcom if if there's some white guy who's completely out of it and it's a dork he'll walk in and be like something in the house and yeah. everybody rolls their eyes yeah, yeah now it's even gone past that yeah like we need to, to kill that phrase yeah okay good two minutes on in the house well you know they've, they've modified a little bit like i said you know they got in the building <laughs> then they also got up in this he's a so you could go that route, you know? And then, because I think the white people have pretty much got in the house on lock. Right. But I don't even think it belongs to white people anymore. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, it's moved past that. It's you see, like Chinese people, like, in the house. <laughs> They're cool. Well, that's actually that one guy's whole bit. Um, the dude. What, big homie Kwan? The guy with no dick from the uh, the hangover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, that's his whole fucking thing. And it's and that's also. That's what a micro penis is, that, right? That's, I guess, because that you couldn't has, see you couldn't yeah. see it through the pubes. It was just a button. It was, it, it, what that, when that guy jumps out of the trunk in the hangover, <laughs> and it, what it looks like is instead of using, like, the pixelated box, they just used a box of hair to block out his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because where his legs meet. There's no dangling. It looks like, yeah, it looks like there's yeah. a vagina. So that, that even means that. Not only that there's not a dick, but there's, there's really no, no balls. balls to speak yeah. of. There's no balls proper Nothing. on my man. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. That is real. <laughs> I'm just interested in how they fuck those micro dicks. Like, how do you get it past everything? You know, you don't. You just, you're rubbing lip the whole time. Well, there's definitely no doggy style. Definitely not. No. There's definitely no, what is there? Because think about it. You're barely passing labia. <laughs> you're not getting into any type of like vaginal canal, that's for damn sure. So you're just rubbing lip. Something tells me there's a lot of uh, oralness going on in those relationships. Gotta be. Gotta you be. You know, I don't know. Hey, o- open. I'm road. sure he's a hell of a guy. 
I'm sure he's. What are we talking about? I don't, I don't never know his name. He's the guy. He he became the, oh, the guy from the Chinese guy. He became the standard Asian comedy actor. He's in everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? What else has he been in? I he's I was in that show Community. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he played the boss on Party Down, the, the Super Crackers. Yeah. yeah Super yeah, Crackers yeah. boss. He right. wasn't in that much, but he is. The, no, he's know. like in fucking yeah. every. He's in whenever they need the token Asian guy in movies. They, they go for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's picked up where Long du- Long Duck Donks <laughs> left off. <laughs> okay, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> um, speaking, you were just doing the the black uh like thing, black white appropriation thing before. Um, what was I doing? Like the words, you know, and then mm-hmm. white people start, you know, and that reminded me yeah. last night I took a I took a fucking random stab at something that I knew that I probably wasn't going to like, but I was I was tired. I wanted to go to sleep. I just wanted to watch a movie. I had I'd gotten a few on my computer and I selected one at random that looked like it might be funny. Ant-Man? No. Oh. I've seen Ant-Man. Oh, okay. I've seen Ant-Man before. All right. Uh, no, this was a newer comedy film called Keanu. Okay. All right. So it's Key and Peele. Yeah. And they they've now left their Comedy Central show and they've they've made their first feature film, yeah. if you will. I like those guys. I, I do think. also like those guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Keanu though, kind of a miss on that one. Yeah. Big, well, big piece of crap. Well, the whole bit, the whole thing, the whole fucking movie is about the cat, right? Well, no, it has nothing to do with the cat. Really? They they wanted they wanted to kind of like make like a a a buddy revenge film kind of thing and go through all the tropes that that has and make fun of it. I get where they're coming from. Is that what it's like? But the whole thing is is based on that one bit that they do where they're really like dorky white Carlton type black people but then but then they have to act hard in front of real black people, okay. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Niggas with a Z I, yeah, if yeah. you will. So that's the whole movie. The yeah. whole movie is them going back and forth between okay. going like, "Oh my god, my my uh my minivan with my kids, yeah. my wife's going to be so pissed." At, What's up, Lou? Oh, you know what I mean like doing that shit. Yeah, and and it just got That's old. pretty quick. much they just made a movie about them dealing with their own personal struggle being that they're both <laughs> mixes, you know? Like Well, it's not even that. It's just that they're, <laughs> they're both like fucking they're they're improv guys. Like they, they right, you know right, what I mean? Right. They're like fucking Yeah, but some of their sketches are hilarious. No, I know they are. I know they are. That's not, I'm not making fun of them. <laughs> What is I'm wrong with you? Standing up for Keegan. What I'm saying is that there's nobody dorkier. There is no whiter, dorkier thing than you could do in life yeah. than be part of an improv comedy group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so yeah. they are literally like the Carltons. Yeah, true. In, you know, in even real life. Yeah. And I get the bit, but to, to watch that go on for two hours it was kind of like, ah, yeah, right. that sucks. That um, sucks. So the Keanu Reeves actually do the voice for a little bit. I don't. I, I heard they got him to do like one line. Yeah, I guess I, there is a part where uh, where the cat talks, and uh, it didn't really sound like him. But they're like Keanu Reeves, is that you? So I guess it was supposed to be him. Yeah, it is. I, I read something. Who he should have fucking uh, wild stallioned it up a little bit more or something. Because he, <laughs> just low. Just, he's just a man. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's just, just a, Keanu. He's a regular guy. He's just a humble guy. Yeah, he, he only wears see him on a train. He only wears fifty dollars jeans. Mm-hmm. He hangs out with his people. He takes the subway. All the John Wick proceeds go to your your favorite foundation yeah he put, gives away all of his money to mm-hmm. charity you'll see him on the subway it's that's, all good that's just him bill s preston esquire mm-hmm. um he won't go to oates military academy in alaska <laughs> he'll be right there on the subway right next to you anyway i don't know i i i guess it's funny enough but that's my review of Keanu. Yeah. Eh, okay so it sucks it's a little bit of me but the shining star as always 
is Method Man plays the the main antagonist. Nice, nice. And he's fucking. He kind of he steals the show a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, you know, Clifford Smith don't play around. <laughs> is that Method Man's real name? <laughs> yeah, of course. I know so many people from the Wu Tang Clan's real name. Now you know methods. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. What was uh, ODB's? Oh, that I that I don't. He was. Uh, <laughs> I think he was. I a, think it was Dirt McGirt. I think it was Reginald. Are you sure Smith. it wasn't a uh, Big Baby Jesus? Re- uh, Russell. Russell Jones. Russell Jones. Russell. That's Jones. a good fucking name. Yeah, that's a black man's name. Yeah, it's a good black man's that's name. A full black. Man. That's a crazy. That black could man. also be a Jewish businessman's name, Russell Jones. I'm gonna go with Jewish businessman. Mm, I don't Russell think Jones. You don't Jewish think you're a Jones white man is glasses? Jewish. Jones? No, no, it's no. not Jewish at all. Oh, I thought you said a Jewish businessman. But uh, Jones could be Jewish, I'm, I'm sure. Because uh, you take a generic Mr. Name. Jones and I don't me. think last names what are as be? Jewish as people are just Jewish. Big stuff. You know, it's not like... You could have someone with an Italian last name and they could be Jewish, right? No. Right? No. It's not, they don't have to be from Jerusalem. Uh, oh, so you're talking about like the the ethnicity, ethnicity versus guess, the religion? I guess. Yeah, I guess. So weird when I say shit. when I say Jewish, though, I mean somebody that comes from Jewish de- descent, like an from I- from Israelite. Israel, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see that Israel thing is so weird because like it just became a country, didn't it? There was no Israel; it was just people walking around. <laughs> <laughs> um. When, like, do you mean it just became uh, Israel in, in 1995? Or no, do you in mean... 1945. Wow, I, do, I cannot even get into this conversation with you. Uh, Everything in my body is telling me that you're 100% completely wrong. About what? About Israel becoming a country in 1945. No, I'm not. It really? a country after World War II. We gave it to them. Remember the argument was, should they get a part of Germany or should they get a part of uh, Palestine? They gave them part of Palestine. That's why there's all those wars over there. Right. Because the Jewish people had no place to call home. So Israel, what you're saying is Israel has only been a place since 1945. Yes, it was given to them by FDR. Now, here's the thing. You're going to try and reverse RTG's knowledge and history? (laughs) Holy shit, get a job, man. That ain't ever going to (laughs) happen. Okay, hit me where it hurts. My unemployment status. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, it's just an no, expression. I get it. You know where I'm insecure. It's just That's an cool. Expression. Mm-hmm. No, I get, get it. A job, man. Uh, oh, is that is that a expression that you've appropriated from the cooler black people? <laughs> no, I got it from uh, Super Troopers. <laughs> also, I'd like to admit that I, I every time I spell Israel, I always just spell Israel. I, I never. Why? What else do you spell? What? <laughs> what else? Every time you spell Israel, you spell Israel. No, inst- no. Every time I instead of spelling Israel, I spell Israel. Oh, Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. Israel? Israel. How? How else? Oh, there's an extra e in there, isn't there? Israel. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you have me fucking um, looking that up. Is this a uh, the truth, son? One of us is coming off like a fucking uh, Flatron building moment right Dude, now. Dude, I'm not me, bro. I'm like a book. <laughs> Pomponio taught me well. I can't get any information. They're in gotta, de- their independence. All you got to type in is Israel. Independence declared for May 14th, 1948. Recognition May 11th, 1949. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, why, why, well, what was it before it was Israel then? Nothing. There was nothing. That, it was just pa- part of Palestine? Yeah. And that was it? Yeah. Why did I think different of that? They didn't have their own country. Now they now they gave them that part, and the people freaked the fuck out, because they pretty much took over most of their country. That's why there's that constant Palestine-Israelite uh, conflict. conflict. The yeah. Gaza Strip, the West Bank, Soon to the be Gaza Oregon. Strip. All right, okay. How, how many times am I going to sing in this episode already? A lot. So... Um, breaking news. Yeah. I wish I had a sounder for that. 
<laughs> what a helicopter came in? <laughs> no, that was like a a, si- a weak siren and then ticker tape. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the news? What's the news? Breaking news! Hot off the presses, coming in hot on Dev Dog's iPad five minutes before I hit record on this show, and it's relevant because we had a big episode that we talked about this about six months ago. Um, which is, it was actually one of our most listened to episodes, and that is Brendan Dassey from Making a Murderer. You don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Dassey. Is it Brendan? He got to see WrestleMania. Yeah. If if the prosecution does not come up with new evidence in 90 days, Brendan Dassey will be a free man. A free man to watch WrestleMania, to play video games, and to compulsively masturbate. <laughs> You know those are the two things that he's playing. He's going to dog a giant Dr. Pepper, eat a whole fucking bag of cheese doodles, and without even washing his hands, jerk his little dick with his cheese doodle fingers, and then just play video games and grease up that controller for like 24 hours straight, and watch old tapes of WrestleMania, and just be like, yeah, yeah. You know what's weird is he, you know, when, when that whole thing went down, he was 17 years old. Now and how old is now? 26. That's it. He's, he's 26. Still, but he's still 17 mentally. And he's still got the same acne, and he's yeah. still fucking, so let me, let me still be. Still a masturbator. Even though this isn't live, and it's a podcast, and probably everyone's going to listen to this tomorrow and already know all this, let me be the first one to break it to the world. You heard it here first on the A High Five podcast that Brendan Dassey, the prodigal product of incest. Yeah. Well, maybe not, maybe not direct incest, but definitely somewhere in the lineage, oh, there is, is definitely in there some incest sure. in there. It's sprinkled. He's mama, mama, I'm coming home. So we're gonna have a possible murderer roaming the streets of Wisconsin. Look, right? We're going with Wisconsin. That's where they're from. They're from Wisconsin. Straight out of Green Bay, so Wisconsin. A possible Not just a singer slash. in a band. Every song that comes to mind. Yeah, I told you that's going to be that's my thing this episode. So, he's a possible murderer, possible fucking uh tor- a torturer, right? Then he didn't they supposedly torture that girl? Look. With like hot hangers and shit. Here's the thing with Brendan <laughs> Dassey. He's a possible mongoloid, and that's about it. Yeah. It, it, here, the, the, he, he, he tried to suplex her on tax. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to put her through the Spanish announcement table. Yeah. Um, the, uh, fuck, that threw me off. That was funny. Sorry. <laughs> Daisy. He's, uh, now I'm picturing, he's a product of inset. I'm picturing Brendan Dassey fighting Mick Foley. In yeah, me too. That's where I got it from. <laughs> he would uh, definitely fight Mick. Um, well, he's big enough to fight Mick now because Brendan's like fucking uh, 3,000 pounds. That's, that's a that's little bit he, of an exaggeration. That's how he gets ready in the ring. He takes his glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to execute him, but it doesn't work, so it gets more pissed. Hell. So so anyway, what, what ended up happening is uh, the judge overturned it. And like I said, so it's I, I see this as a victory, and here's the reason why. Um we did our making a murder episode. I got a lot of feedback about that episode, and there's a there was a lot of people that agreed with the documentary in saying that Stephen Avery was uh, was uh, was innocent or not guilty at, ver- at the very least, and uh, and that uh, you know the whole thing that there was a lot of corruption going on. There's some people that believe that he may be guilty, but the fact and this is kind of where I lie with that. Uh, even however many months later, thinking about it is I believe that there is a possibility that that Stephen Avery could be guilty. 
However, I feel like the the, the handling of the evidence, the corruption on the police thing, yeah, and all that absolutely. stuff. There's no way that that should have gone through. I know, and that happens all the time. Know. You know, there's a lot of people that are guilty that gets let get let off, and that's the judicial process. Yeah, if they can't, it, it's it's up to the state or you know or the government to prove guilt, and if they can't do it, whether the person's guilty or not, they need to get off. Yeah, and in this case. Yeah. Whether he was guilty or whether he wasn't guilty, they weren't able to prove it, and they still sent him away through corruption and lies. Right. And that's just uh, that just shows how bad the judicial system is. Right. But and if anything, uh, this, this kid he didn't plan no murder. He didn't plan. He didn't murder anybody out. He was totally tricked into saying what he was saying. That's what and I'm getting at. They they obviously see that. That's what I'm getting Anyone at. Anyone that watches those tapes is like, oh my god. Whether you whether you believe Stephen Avery is guilty or not, I, I truly I don't believe that I don't believe for one second that, that, that Brenda Dassey yeah. was anywhere no. near that fucking thing. The kid can't eat. He wanted to go home and eat Oreos in his socks. He doesn't even know what the word inconsistent means. Right. His mom doesn't even know what the word inconsistent <laughs> right. means. All he wants to do is watch fucking like you said, watch WrestleMania and jerk off. Exactly. So and and that was the most egregious thing of that whole documentary that's what really put me into a rage state watching that documentary is how they manipulated that kid totally. and then to cover up their own tracks there was no reason to send that kid down the river yeah. he could have stayed free they got their man avery was going to jail but just to cover their own asses just because throw the, his ass in the clink they're willing to ruin nine years and and, and many they're willing to ruin many more but it's now hopefully just equaled out to nine years of this mm. poor simple fucking kid's life where he could have been fucking watching cartoons and laughing and and, and right. snapping bunnies necks or some shit who fucking yeah. knows you know what i mean so anyway yeah like he's that, a free <laughs> man that's you know it's an interesting story that's why um that show on on hbo has got me on the edge of my seat what show is that uh, the night of with a uh, little uh, uh pakistani boy Oh, I've been watching this show. It's awesome. Yeah, you told me about the last one. I actually went back and saw it last night. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's been... Uh, all right, you know how... Okay, here's the deal. You know how you could fucking uh, rope dev into your television show? If you're a content provider out there in the world, and there's so much out there now... What do you mean content provider? If you're a content provider, if you're somebody who makes content for people to, <laughs> to, to consume, I'm telling you... Like food? No, just con- shows. Oh, TV shows. TV shows. So yeah. watching TV is now considered consuming content. Yes, oh, it okay. always has been. When, right. So what I'm saying is, if you want to, if you want to know how to get my viewership, here's how you do it. Make sure to to tell everybody that it's a mini series or a what, what do they what do they call it now? Limited, a limited event yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. the words are for now. Because if I know that there's a beginning and an end and they're not going to stretch it on for seasons and seasons and seasons and water it down just to make money off of it. Yeah, yeah. If I know that it's going to be a straight up fucking like basically 7 or 8 hour Instant movie. Gratification. Yeah. I'm fucking in, I'm there mm-hmm. and I'll watch it weekly. I don't watch anything weekly and yeah, I started it's watching fun. I started watching the night of, and uh, I do like it. There's some flaws in it. There's some bad acting, yeah, and uh, and shit like that. But John Turturro fucking mm-hmm. destroys. And just knowing that situation that kid is, whether you think he did it or not, like it definitely puts you on the edge of your seat, you know. Because not only is it like you know who did, you want to find out who did it, but like it's one of those stories where um, you think if I did one thing differently, that course of shit, you know, wouldn't have happened. Well. Yeah, okay, so let's... One of those type deals. Uh, the first... Uh, I'm going to try to do this without any spoilers. I, we don't really don't need to talk about exactly what happens. Well, all I'm saying is that, uh, like, remember the whole... He, you know, obviously takes his dad's car without permission. Mm-hmm. And remember, he didn't know how to operate that light. 
Yeah, the, if it wasn't the, for that, none of those events would have happened. Right. She would have never got in there, right. and that would have changed the whole course of his life. Right? You know, just little things like that. Like if you do one little stupid fucking thing different, all of these crazy things wouldn't have happened. Well, that is what I was going to say. Is that first episode of that show? Uh, I watched that first episode without knowing what to expect. I knew that it was going to be some sort of murder mystery, but I didn't know how it was going to shake out. Mm-hmm. And and I think I even said this to you before. That first episode of that show was the equi- have and, and we talk about dreams a lot on here. Have, I'm sure you've had this dream before where you have in your dream you've done something wrong and and you're either getting cha- like either somebody's about to f- figure it out or yeah, yeah. or like the cops are on your ass oh, or no something doubt. like that. You know that dream? Plenty of times. And 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 you, and you're so close to being busted for something that you've done in your dream and then you wake up and you're like <gasps> and and you get that sense of relief because yes. it actually isn't happening to you. Yes. That kind of thing. Love that. That watching the first episode of The Night of gave me that feeling in real life yeah. where th- that was so well done and I don't know how it's going to end and and I've had I've had my problems with it since then I still like it I'm still watching it every week um, but that first episode at the very least was masterfully done in the fact that it was so stressful if you've ever been in any sort of uh, of situation when when you you're trying to hide something from from the authority exactly. or something like that exactly. uh, it, um, it, it, it exemplifies that tenfold and i watched that i watched that first episode in a state of panic the whole time Mm -hmm. and at the end when the episode was over i had this sense of relief and i even thought to myself why am i happy that this is over with (laughs) and then i realized that it was kind of the same thing uh, like i was talking about the dream when you wake up and you have that moment of holy shit that was fake that's not happening to me they did that very very well like that yeah and now that i went back and saw it a second time there's actually one point when he's sitting in the police station where i would have been like Booked it right out of the police station. You're talking there. about when he's sitting in the police station. He forever. Re- yeah. He real. Okay. It, I guess. Okay. If you don't want any spoilers whatsoever for this fast forward in the next two minutes, but basically the setup for the show is that uh, it, this Indian kid, um, Pakistani kid, whatever he may be, mm. steals his father's cab. He wants to go to a, a, a party in the city. Um, he ends up picking because he doesn't know how to turn the cab, the service light off. He ends up picking up a girl who wants all his whole thing is he wants to get laid. Mm hmm. This girl ends up being cool. They go back to her she house. She has mad cool drugs and shit. They do fucking. They do. Oh, that's another he thing. Feeds her a. Ketamine. K, they yeah. Ket- yeah. Which, by the way, the show got completely wrong. Did you on this on this when last the, episode when the Indian girl asked what K is? Yeah. And, and he, what did they say? Well, they said it was a horse tranquilizer, which it uh, is. Which it is. But yeah. but but it's more it's more often used for for cats. And cats and yeah. And, dogs. and and then um and then I forget what the thing was, but they they were uh. John Totoro is trying to explain to the young prosecutor uh, what it's like to be on K. And what does he say? I, 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 I you know, I, I, I can't speak to that, but whatever he said is totally off. Is it's it? got like nothing, like anyone yeah, who's yeah, ever yeah. done ketamine in their life would listen to that and be like, whoever wrote this show has no idea what it's like to be on ketamine. K is wild, man. That's a wild drug. If uh, I sniffed a line of K right now, I'd be off the fucking wall. Well, yeah, because it's not, it's, it's one of those drugs that, you're not meant to There's do. no benefit to that drug. Now, I've done it before. It fucks you up. Yeah, but not in a good way. Not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true drug addict. <laughs> well, seriously, man. That shit is intense. I remember someone used to cook it with a little bit of vanilla so that it tasted like Cocoa Krispies. Ooh, daddy. What? So when you get a drip, it tastes like Cocoa Krispies? Yeah, because it tastes bad. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't get Why? it. Why? Coke don't taste bad. 
What? Coke tastes good. Yeah, well, Coke's natural right. for the most part. Well, not really. Well, it comes from a plant. <laughs> if you can get natural Coke, you let me know. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, but at least it comes from the earth. K, K is fucking 100% a compound equation. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh, yeah, that's like fucking... It's it, just a compound equation. It's fucking... They've, they made that... Wherever, <laughs> made it on the chalkboard. Wherever they made K, there's those fucking spirally DNA shits written somewhere <laughs> on a dry erase board. that when you touch, you see the electric fucking zap. <laughs> yeah. When someone Welcome. Was, someone was thinking about the equation to make k they were just rubbing their hand over that ball <laughs> yeah, exactly and they kept flipping their dry erase board over and over and over and again. they were fiddling those metal balls in one hand that are like gravity balls and then they took that <laughs> that weird fucking thing with a million little metal poles and they put <laughs> yes, it against their face. their face yes <laughs> then they touched that thing that when you touch your hair it gets mad staticky <laughs> and then they were like wait I'm not making a fucking drug for horses and cats. I'm in that store at the mall that has all these yeah, gadgets. Gifts. They fucking hit, they hit that ball that hits five balls, but only one ball goes back and hits the other balls. Yeah, and then everybody falls asleep, and then Freddy comes and kills everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. not the pendulum. No, that's the uh, the, the, the balls. Th- the balls. Yeah, the thing yeah. where you let the one ball go. Yeah, that's how they make the kids. Isn't that how they make the kids fall asleep? No, pe- the pendulum. Remember, it, it, like it's like a metronome, but a light is in the middle. That's how you hypnotize, son. I know, but I'm talking about I'm talking <laughs> Freddy. I know <laughs> Freddy Three Dream Warriors, my friend. You need the pendulum. Pendulum that, puts him to sleep. I'm pretty sure Not the balls. Son. I'm pretty sure it's the balls. You think it's the balls? No, I, think it's you, I know why you think it's the balls. They put him to sleep with the pendulum. I'm always thinking, but it's when the balls. they when they fall asleep, someone goes to play with the balls, and when the balls hit, they like scatter into oh, the sky. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you are right. I got knowledge because I I believe uh, that was the first you time. I know about Israel and balls. <laughs> Call our teacher. I want to know about Israel's balls. <laughs> Actually, Israel and Israel did not get home from work yet. <laughs> but that was the first time I ever saw that ball thing, and I was like, "What's the point, man?" Yeah, what is that thing? Well, it's uh, I guess it's uh, whatever. It's uh, to show the way that uh, energy works. Fucking <laughs> Spencer's gifts. One day I want to go up to Spencer and be like, "Thanks, motherfucker, for all the laughs." <laughs> Spencer's, <laughs> Mister Spencer. Thanks for all the black lights. <laughs> yeah, thanks for all the black light posters and sex books. <laughs> I didn't know how to screw in the dark. I it, I wonder if there's ever been anybody in the world that actually bought a piece of clothing from Spencer's. Yes. Well, what do they sell besides Led Zeppelin t-shirts? Well, no, they well they sell that, but then they also sell like the the really like corny ringer shirts of it, that have like I bet you when the office like was, Johnson's heavy Johnson equipment. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I hate Co- them co-ed, yeah, big yeah. Johnson's co-ed yeah. naked. Two stick figures fucking. <laughs> I I bet you when the office was popular, that was like a t-shirt you get there. <laughs> just two stick figures fucking on the front of your shirt. The the the, it the one where it's all just pictures of shot glasses on the back and it just has, it has like ethnicities under it and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that or different skeletons doing different shots or whatever yeah and they just have fucking shirts that say like that's what she said yeah and shit like that blunt but who goes in there? Yeah, right. <laughs> Philly's blunt. Just 420 with a pot leaf. Yeah, yeah. Like, who goes in there and buys that shit? Lonely ducks. Lonely <laughs> lobsters. I, have, I had a girlfriend once who actually, she woke up in the morning and she was like, I want to go buy a vibrator. And I was like, okay. She went to Spencer's for one? I was like, okay, go buy a vibrator. <laughs> she wanted one that was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and fucking, um, I came home and she had a vibrator and I was like, where'd you get it from? And she was like, Spencer's gifts? Oh, man. What? Who in their right mind thinks it I want to... came wanna... with a free mug? 
<laughs> it came with a free a pair of those glasses where the eyeballs just fall out <laughs> yeah. to the ground. Welcome over the hill, you old fuck. That's <laughs> what like everything in Spencer's is. Pick on people for being old. Yeah. It's like, oh, someone turned 40, get him a fucking mug that says you can't shit right anymore. And then there's an actual <laughs> like a pair of plastic ass cheeks that come out <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, mug. Yeah. Like, who buys shit from there? I don't who know. has ever purchased anything from Spencer's? <laughs> I think I used to check out. Besides Spencer's. a blacklight. <laughs> yeah, black. I bought That a was black the place light. that when we were kids, that was the place yeah, to go to buy true, the blacklight. True. That's, that's about it. Maybe, if you were so inclined, a lava lamp. Lava lamp. I bought one there. Anything psychedelic you needed from there. Yeah. But who would buy anything else from that store? I don't know, man. That shit was weird. I, I remember seeing a blacklight for the first time when I was young, being like, this is some fucking cosmic shit. <laughs> I did not know how it worked. I thought it was so cool. Like what? Like I was thinking, like black light. What is that? What, how does that work? <laughs> Not black. It's purple. I don't think that's the thing. I think black lights are solely used to find semen now. I don't. I don't believe. Yeah, I know. There's no kid who's sixteen, we were 15, 14, 15, 16 years older sitting in their room with a black light right now. It's just not happening. I know, but that shit was cool, man. It, it was very cool. Yeah, especially if you're Kids into the psychedelics. Them. They don't even shut their TV off. They just pause their video games. They don't have time for no black lights. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. There's always electronic. You you can never uh, disconnect enough room. that a room yeah. Yeah, would just be uh, fucking. I remember one time when we were children and we would do the acids. Uh, <laughs> You're doing the acids, Devin. Um, I, w- I was going over to this kid's house in our neighborhood and, and everybody was there. And I had, I had taken a few hits of acid. Uh, and I, for some reason, I had to run. Something happened. That's usually the case. Yeah, there was some sort of uh, th- uh, physical threat happening, or some sort of yeah. cop there, or, or something like that. Yeah, there was some Hasbro's that wanted to throw down. They yeah. wanted to tie some ass. <laughs> tie some ass. <laughs> Y'all want to tie some ass? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I ran to this kid's house. And by the time I got there after running, it had turbocharged this fucking acid hit or two that I've taken. Nice. So I was I was like fucking buzzing. And yeah. when I mean when I say buzzing, I don't mean buzzing and I've had three beers and I'm buzzing. I know what you mean. I mean by that buzzing. you're so fucked up that your Everything's whole body's buzzing. vibrating. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Things are tasting metallic. You're like hypnotoad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's how if anyone who's ever gotten that fucked up before knows exactly what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. That one dropped in on you. Am I fucked up? Am I fucked up? (gasps) And I walked into this house and I went downstairs. And the whole kid's basement was all black lights with also probably purchased at Spencer's. The black light fucking um, posters, mm-hmm. and it was the fr- with like the fucking thing from Alice in Wonderland smoking a bomb. Uh, yeah, right. The yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, that kind of shit, or the, the, the Bob Marley or the Jimi Hendrix yes. and shit with all the shit in the background. Mm-hmm. And that was the that was the first time that I had literally had like a, a like a, a I guess like air shrimp psychedelic experience. Because- Ooh, you got the one. Yeah, yeah, because it felt like that. Yeah, yeah, it really incense peppermint. And I remember like sitting there trying to catch my breath, and then also uh, like processing how messed up I was uh, off the LSD that I had taken. That I just stared at one of these blacklight posters for it. I was the cliche thing that you do on acid. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. sit there and stare like, ah, that's pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> you remember that Jimi Hendrix thing, right? The Jimi Hendrix experience yeah. at Woodstock 99. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go on it. You didn't? No. That shit was pretty intense. I remember you guys went on it and freaked out, but I didn't yeah. go on it. What was it? 
it was crazy because we all ate those mushrooms and we expected to walk in this thing and be like in Zen's Peppa, but it wasn't. It was just folding chairs with headphones. We were like, what the fuck? And the dude that was running it was like, just sit down and let Jimmy take over. So we're all fucking... <laughs> Move sh- over, Rover. <laughs> yeah, we were let all... Let Jimmy sh- take over. <laughs> we were all shroom the fuck out. We put these headphones on and we're like, all right, all right. And on the on the audio, it was Jimi Hendrix rolls up on a motorcycle and he sets up, plugs his guitar, and he's like, what's up, guys? You ready to jam? And like, he's Wait, talking. did Hendrix ever ride a motorcycle? I guess he had to have, bro. He looks like a He motor- was a military man. He looks like a motorcycle head. Really? Well, anyway, he rolls up on a motorcycle and then it's all these sounds and... I'm sitting there, and there's blacklight posters and shit. I'm looking around. I'm, like, grooving. And the guy's like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, close your eyes. I close my eyes. All these fucking, you could see the music. You know what I mean? Well, it wasn't that song. It had to be a Hendrix song. Yeah, you know. It was just him, like, soloing. It wasn't a Hendrix song. He was just kind of jamming. They they couldn't afford the rights to the Hendrix music. I guess, but whatever he was playing, man, you know, was giving me those fucking things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those fucking flowers are just flying yeah, past your fucking shit. The cliche drawings of 1969. But you know what's weird is uh, that all that came from acid culture, and it, uh, it and you do it, when you do drop acid. If you put yourself into that situation or, and you listen to that type of music, and again, if you're around like a blacklight and blacklight posters yeah. or anything like that, you literally do fall into that. You're yes. like, you're like, I get it. This it's almost like you open. <laughs> You open like this. It is true. This tear to this little dimension that everybody that's on that lives in. Yeah. And then when you come out of it, you fucking so like that shit's real. It's weird what like those. That's why we did it. Those flowers and the fucking smiley faces and all that shit. It's it's there. It's there in the (laughs) smiley faces. Maybe not the smiley faces. Not, but you know what I mean. Like I do know what you mean. All that hippie shit. I seen it because of Hendrix guitar. I seen it. And then five minutes later, I traded a guy, someone who didn't take a gel tab that I got for everybody, didn't want to take it. So I traded that uh, for a big bag of dust from this little bald guy that looked like an alien sitting right next to the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Maybe it was an alien. And then, and then we smoked that dust the whole weekend, and everybody thought I was like trying to turn their skin inside out or some shit. Because <laughs> this shit, like everybody smokes those dippies and shit, but this dust was like straight dust and everyone got whacked i'd roll like two joints of it and put it in my cigarette pack we went and we saw fucking corn and i got all sweaty and wet and like it wet all my cigarettes so every one of my cigarettes in the pack with those fucking joints became a dust cigarette <laughs> and i had dust all weekend straight dusty i think we talked about this already but because i had my own dust experience there and it had nothing to do with the with the pcp that, it wasn't my dust no it was someone else's dust it was during really yeah i've told you the story a million times I it was my dust i made my way all the way to the center of the epicenter of the <laughs> I knew you were gonna switch it to epicenter. <laughs> because 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 epicenter really it's Epicles <laughs> <laughs> Let's get situated. Um it, the the fucking the actual uh center like when I say epicenter the eye of I the mean storm. yeah right of this giant million person fucking yeah. mosh pit for lack where of better the, words. Where all the rapes were. <laughs> right. Yeah, where people, yeah, rapes and tribal tattoos. It, it was it, it bally necklaces. It was the same. It was the same thing as if you were to take a blindfold and walk into the middle of the desert, and then and then look around and have no idea how to get out of the desert. Yeah, it was that just w- around a million Hasbro's. Million Hasbro's. Million Hasbro's. Yeah. The amount of backwards fitted caps that I that I Bunch fucking had, that I had to navigate through. 
And what uh, what had happened was <laughs> is that I fucking Bye, Felicia. I kind of walked my way uh, to the, the back of a wall that was the sound booth that was way up in the air. I remember that joint. And I was and I was leaning against it because I was winded. I didn't know where I was. I was a little stoned, and it was it, it was overwhelming. And then came the dust. <laughs> the guy next to me was smoking a joint, and he said, right. "Hey, man, do you want some of this?" Uh. And I said, okay. And I smoked it. And I knew that it tasted a little weird. <laughs> a little. But I was just like, eh, whatever. And I smoked the joint with him. And then uh, corn came on. And why I wanted to walk into the middle of this thing during corn, I don't know. It was a masochistic move on my part. Because of the dust. No, but th- but <laughs> so anyway, the guy fucking pretty much tells me like, yeah, man, it's just been fu- fucking me up. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? No shit. And he's like, yeah, it's good dust. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was a joint with dust. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's how you're supposed to do it, Tenzin. So, so fucking, uh, I, anyway, so now I'm freaking out because I'm about to be dusted. And this is, <laughs> this is kind of on the brink of when I was, I was, uh, not smoking weed. <laughs> no, not so much the weed, but just kind of, I had already gone through the traumatic thing that made me get off of any sort of harder drugs than, than weed and alcohol, but I would still kind of, because of the girl I was dating at the time was was a big druggie, so I would kind of still dip into like she was a pillow hallucinogens <laughs> and shit like that, you know. So I was at this point I was freaked out that I was about to start being on dust, and my heart was beating real quick, and I'm in the middle of this thing that I can't get out of, and then yeah. cor- and then corn comes on stage, yeah, and they say, "Oh, you ready?" Right? Yeah, that was heavy. And then they were heavy, man. Yeah, they were. <laughs> 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 and all these Hasbros come fucking running from every direction into the world's biggest, like, mo- again, mosh pit, Bunch circle pit, whatever. So immediately I, I was like, I get the fuck out of here. And then I trudged my way through mile. It was miles of Hasbro. It was equivalent <laughs> to the Jews trying to make it through the desert. That's how long it took. Oh, it took me about <laughs> Miserolites. That's so bored. Hasbros. <laughs> It took me poor has bros. They're it, so poor. <laughs> it took me um a good seven or eight years to get out of there. And by the time I walked out, my clothes were destroyed. My jeans, uh, my jean shorts <laughs> that I was wearing, ripped up were ripped all the way kilt. up to the crotch. Like the shirt was like pulled out, so it was fat kid collar. Pretty much shirt. came out looking like Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Seriously, you know, that they have long hair stash. I was like, holy shit. Big change happens in the pit. I wear Stussy. Um, <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> is that one of the, one of the lyrics? Yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, I think I told that story before. Right? I know. I, every once in a while, it hit that wood. I don't want to talk about it, but I think about that. We were a part of that Woodstock 99 thing, and that was just a debacle. It, it was, was, it was, it was a nothing, nightmare. It was nothing really musically good about it. It was just more of just like, let's camp out and be fucking degenerates and that's it no there was nothing musical most no. most of the music that the most the most musical moment i had was when i heard rusted root playing send me on my way in the distance <laughs> <laughs> we we listened to most of the performances on the radio when we were when we were right around the corner from the stage i, know. I remember mike ness played at the second stage uh, yeah, yeah. and i was like all right i'm gonna go see mike ness and i was like I'm not walking all the way there to see right. mike ness that second stage was far as balls I'm, i've never went to the second stage yeah, the only band that I I I saw Metallica who sucked, I saw the Chili Peppers who sucked, I saw Corn who whatever. Corn was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I saw uh, I saw Chili Peppers. I saw Corn. I remember Jewel I played at one point. Dave Matthews Band, DMX. Um, who else did I see? The Offspring. Oh, they were horrible. Terrible. As per usual. Terrible. 
uh, Metallica. We didn't see him, but that's when the tornado happened. No, I saw Metallica. Did you? Yeah, I went. I, I went know, down. I, I went down with my girlfriend. We set out. We set up a blanket and we watched Rage Against the Machine. And, and it, Rage Against the Machine played first. Oh, they were probably all right. They were okay. Yeah, I had already seen them, but what you yeah, know, like, it, like, and I'm not the biggest fan. Not. And then Metallica came on. And I was like, okay, this is, I've never seen Metallica before. And I, you know, we've talked about it before in here. I like the early shit. And I was like, all right. And they came on. Motor birth. And they were fucking bad. Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know if it was a bad night. Because I've. Playing on that big ass stage in the wide open sucks anyway. I've told people this story and every like Metallica fucking breath that I've, that I've said this to have been like, you're crazy. They've haven't ever had a bad show. They were fucking bad. Yeah. And we got up like halfway through and we're like, fuck it. I can't see anyone being that good on that big stage. I wish you went to the '94 Woodstock though with that Green Day mud fight and shit. That would have been bad. Yeah, that one. That one was much better. Yeah, that was so random. You go from like Green Day to Collective Soul. Every time I do Collective Soul, I love that band. I don't know what it is. It always goes down. That song defined the '90s for me. That's the song. That I'm gonna one. let it shine. Uh, I'm gonna let it not, shine. Not uh, better than Ezra, but not you. The other song that's like, uh, um, and it's the reason that I'm asking, yeah, 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 hi. And it's the reason that I want to know. I love that song. <laughs> that's so 90s. Uh, the 90s song I know is fucking, um, Marcy Playground. No, uh, Behind the Lake Tonight. Oh, yeah, the Toadies. And I can give you well, yeah. my sweet angel. That defines so help the 90s. Me Jesus. No doubt. Oh, uh, yes. Give it up to me. I told you it's going to be a singing show. Yeah, that song is definitely 90s. As well as whatever the fuck song I said. Oh, yeah, Collective Soul and Gin Blossoms. Not Gin Blossoms. I was uh, going to say that. But then I nearly one. lost you there. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. What song is Whispers at the Bus Stop? Well, I know about Nighttime in the Schoolyard. <laughs> Found out about <laughs> you. Yes. I love that song. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> you just told me. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, look, I'm not gonna hide. I'm not, there's two bands from the '90s that I, that I refuse to hide my love for. That's the Gin Blossoms and Fastball. Yeah, Fastball was pretty good. Oh my god, are you kidding me? What was? I'll that? be the rain falling on your fire escape. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that jam. Oh my god, what's that band that did? Uh, not, this is. I know this is one of their songs, but this isn't the song I'm thinking of. And you left me falling behind. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Candlebox. Oh yeah, Candlebox. Mm. That's a big ninety years for me. Dude, my old work up until up until the year 2015, when I fucking still worked there, played that song on their that radio. That solo is great. I love that song. <laughs> That's not the song I'm thinking of by them, though. Candlebox was the... They were the Blink-182, some 41 of the 90s scene. Really? Yeah, where they, 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 they could have... like They came from the Nirvana Pearl Jam thing, but they yeah. just came a little too late and a little too, bit That's too true. watered down. That's like that true. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Totally. Uh, I'm not, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Imagine this. Imagine 90 days from now uh, when Brandon Dassey's out of prison, and then all of a sudden you turn on the news, and it's like helicopters and cops surrounding Brendan Dassey's house and he's outside with like a knife to some chick's throat yeah I hope so there's just dead bodies every- it turns <laughs> oh, out that shit. it turns out that Brendan Dassey is the one that committed the everything and he's just sitting there going he just has a knife to some chick's sh- fucking throat and he's going 
I'm going to fucking see WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he slices the throat, he goes, yeah. I'm like, slice, yeah. <laughs> slice, yeah. Somebody finally tell me what inconsistent means. <laughs> He's just fucking holding off the cops, and then he goes and reaches for the gun real slow, and they just fucking Swiss cheese him up. I don't what know, do you I'm... mean Stone Cold doesn't wrestle anymore? <laughs> The motherfucker has Brandon, you've been in jail for nine years. Fuck, I'm going back. Slice, yeah. <laughs> they were probably like, Brendan. Is it Brandon or Brendan? I keep... I'm going to go at Brandon. That's more shit kicker. Brandon. Brandon, yeah. Uh, do you realize what's going on right now? I think it's Brendan, though. Is it? Yeah. I think Brendan. it's Brendan, has Bill. I think he's Brendan. <laughs> do you know what's going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. You've, you, you know you're in jail for life? Yeah. Take yeah. <laughs> me WrestleMania. That's all he cared about. Do you know that no, that normally this wouldn't happen, but there was a documentary, one of the most popular documentaries of all time, put out on Netflix about you, and the whole world's rallying at your cause, and now because of that, nine years later, you're getting released from your unjust sentence? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that kid. I want to I go fucking kiss him on the neck. What, what are you going to do now that you're out? Can I get a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> Fat fuck. He's gonna go to his grandpa's uh fucking um dirt garden and pick some arugula. <laughs> Before you come into our dirt garden, you gotta put these over these oversized overalls on real quick. Incest garden. That was the one part Where they grow cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna grow some cousins. That was the one part of making a murderer. I was so on the side of the Avery Dassey camp. And I was I was livid about the situation, and I wanted justice for everyone. And then in the last, like one of the last scenes of the last episode, they show the the parents slash grandparents fucking um, going in there, and they're just like these dirt merchants fucking picking this <laughs> yeah, weird shit out. They were in overalls too. And at the very last second, I was like, eh, maybe they're all guilty. <laughs> yeah, we can do it on Avery or two. <laughs> Maybe they are fucking burning people and putting them in barrels. I don't know because this whole garden thing is freaking me out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Brendan Avery was suplexing bitches on tax. <laughs> Draw a picture of how you do it. He's got her fucking sky high into a straight fucking suplex. No, no, no. Draw it like this. Draw it like this. He's fucking <laughs> ring around the bitch. Um, you forgot the chainsaw arm. <laughs> it's like this extravagant picture. <laughs> Suplexing with one arm, chainsaw in the other arm. <laughs> Suplexing around onto barbed wire. Put some more thumbtacks in there, Brandon. Now, yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. How is that possible? Um, do you know anything about this murder where you're there? No. <laughs> or do you know anything about this murder where you're there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how does that fucking happen? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. He said, yeah, way, way stronger than he said, nah. <laughs> um, fuck, I forgot what I was about to say. I don't know. How he just fucking, he was just led through that whole conversation. No, I know. I, I know. I was going to say something else, but it doesn't uh, matter. Let's move on from the Brenda Dassey thing. Uh, I, I'm so, these beers that I'm drinking right now are celebrating the exoneration. <laughs> His freedom. Of one Brendan Yeah, Dassey. but just thinking how long tonight he's going to be smacking his little pimply dick away. Well, he's still got ninety days. Dick. Now imagine, imagine if <laughs> imagine he's got all the cred in jail. Like he's leaving and shit. People are like, he's doing like his initiation fight. People that are under his protection just start getting fucking <laughs> yeah. killed the second he walks out. He's like, he's in, he dresses as some random wrestler when people are in trouble and comes out and starts fucking whipping people off the ropes, <laughs> like the principal from Billy Madison. <laughs> exactly, the revolting blob. <laughs> I'm horny. 
What? Oh, man. He's going to be home. He's going to be a free man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, he's going to be living on mom's couch in her fucking double wide trailer. Yeah. But that I got would've... some money off the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I believe that WWE would be fucking letting a huge ratings uh, opportunity go <laughs> they didn't let him if they did not <laughs> let him come and at least spend time, like two or three minutes at WrestleMania. <laughs> at least give him a front row seat at WrestleMania so that people that watch the thing will look and they'll be like, is that fucking Brendan Dassey? He's <laughs> finally the there. Cut, the bowl cut. And have like Triple H walk over and give him a fist bump or some shit. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Triple H is still a thing. I also don't know if fist bumps are still a thing. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, whatever happened to D-Generation X? I want to start Xing people out. <laughs> well, you still can. There's not a there's not a statue of, of I know. limitations I just, on that. I hope there's no copyright. Like, if I'm in line to quick check and someone's taking too long, I'm just going to X them the fuck out, like, right in their face until they leave. And they're going to be like, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> All right, we got fucking. This show is going off the rails quick. I know, I know. All I wanted to do was celebrate the exoneration. <laughs> now we're what, getting goofy. What's uh? What's your uh, other we, topic? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I want to really get into this at some detail, so I don't think it's something I want to start right now. What, we got time. How much time we got? We got all the time in the world. This is a podcast, baby. Oh, all right. You want to go seven hours? Well, I was. You want to be twenty-four hour party people? <laughs> Let's do it. Not really. But I was talking about how. Uh, I've been putting myself through a lot of uh, long nights lately, a lot of sleepless nights, and for some reason, I I just popped. I started <laughs> looking into how nine eleven was an inside job conspiracy, and I've listened to the two hour long <laughs> FAA tapes of nine eleven, and never have my soul been chilled to the bone like they wear off of these fucking tapes, man. The fact that you even subjected yourself to that I, is I do it all the time. I torture myself. I'll sit there in the pitch black and I'll watch the five creepiest fucking animals ever caught on videotape. It'll be like <laughs> flying humans and sewer people. And I'm like, oh, I can't even get up and take a piss. I piss in a jar next to my bed, a fucking mason jar. <laughs> Throw it out the window. But the, the, the weird thing is, the reason is because... Since you're trying to get clean, which we talked about all last episode, you're you're having sleepless nights. Yeah, so it's all it's looking a, at the internet. It's all night. a product of the suffering that you're going through in order to get off, get out of this yeah. nasty habit that you have. So if that was me, I would be doing everything I can to to make everything a, as simple and nice as possible. It just led to it. But you're fucking up all night on the internet, which, yeah. by the way, I'm proud of you, boy. You can get on the fucking. Internet. I'm logging on. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm surfing. Um, I'm surfing. You're uh, you're on the internet, and instead of like maybe just going and watching some adult swim cartoons or something that would like make you laugh and feel good about yourself Archaeologist. You, you fucking end up going and somehow navigating the web to find the nine the full 9-11 tapes yeah. which you listen to all of yeah and it really really scared me i mean it for a long time you know they couldn't find that flight 77 no one was answering them so you know like they Which, didn't that know, was a very punk rock on, flight, by the way. On, seriously. But on the inside, flight 77! You know they're being hijacked, you know? And then you're just waiting, like, am I going to hear, like, the hijacker, hijackers? And I know we're here. Stay in your seats. If you get out of your seats, you will harm yourself or the plane. We have planes. <laughs> and it fucking chilled my spine, like, because you know what's going on on that plane, you know? And it's just freaky. I think they wasted a lot of time. I think. The amount of time that it took them to get fighter jets in the air, they could have blasted all those planes out of the sky. They must have asked five times if it was real life or if it was a drill. 
They didn't, no one could have accept the fact that that was really going on. That's they kept weird. on passing the phone call to other people to like see if it was true. <laughs> Just like kind, of, they're like, "This is above my pay grade." Fuck, I you think take so. This. I'm That's not what it sounds like. That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Like I'm not meant to deal with this crazy situation. All the women were like, "Are we calling the president?" And all the guys were like, uh, "Code five six seven eight, and uh, I'll get right back to you." Click. <laughs> <laughs> and all the women are like, "Should we call the president?" Now, here's the question that I have to ask is is after you've uh, subjected yourself to all of the, the the stuff out there, do you believe or not believe that 9/11 was a conspiracy Oof. theory? It's friend. tough, man. It's tough because I I believe in the, you know, all the shit that goes on in this government. You know, I just can't it's hard for me to believe that they would actually like f- fly planes into the buildings. And you've heard the remote control plane theory, but like what then what the fuck happened to those people that were on those planes? <laughs> they they're now dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where where do you where do they go? Where right. does that plane go? Yeah. And those planes were crashed the fuck in there, you right. know. But um did the planes bring down the towers? No. <clears throat> I think the towers were pulled, like, you know, what they call just taking down the building because there was no hope for them after that. They had to be. I don't think they I think as far as the second building goes, those people were out of the building before that building crumbled to the ground. Really? Yeah. Okay. They got those people out of there as soon as the first building hit. But, I mean, I've seen the jumpers. Believe me, that took a year or two off my life watching. Yeah, I you know, I watch can't that. watch that shit. But, uh, I, I, I don't know. It, it bugs the whole Pentagon thing bugs me out. No way did a plane crash into there. It's impossible. That's a weird one too. You know, every time every time that I've gone and watched uh, these these uh, films that they make and these little things that they put on YouTube about the conspiracy of nine eleven, I oh, I I honestly and I do consider myself somebody who 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 allows himself to be subjected to conspiracy theories yeah. pretty easily. I, that was so atrocious, atrocious, <laughs> atrocious, atrocious. Holy atrocious. shit! Uh, that was so atrocious. That that uh, and so horrible of the thing that I never wanted to look at it that way. Whenever I went, when those things started coming out a year, two years, three years later, and then you know going forward, um, and I would watch those those things, I would always go into it thinking like, "There's no way that this, you know, these guys are fucking maniacs." But I would always come afterwards after watching it, being like, "Man, how do they explain that?" Right. There are certain things. It's chilling, bro. Yeah, and the the thing that keeps me grounded in the whole situation is, uh, and it's an argument against all conspiracy theories, is how can something of that that grand of a scheme be orchestrated without somebody leaking something somewhere. I know. You know, so... Well, I mean, this type of government shit is where if they feel there's a loose end, that motherfucker's executed before they even have second doubts. Well, right. Uh, Yeah, right. No, but that's what I was about to say is now that I'm seeing what's going on with the absolute corruption of the political process, the the, the presidential campaign, um, the way that Hillary Clinton is is just slicing through fucking everything illegally and corruptly, uh, now it, looking back, it kind of makes me think like, all right, maybe this was, yeah, you know. And I, I don't want to believe too. that, but, but because it was such a horrible thing, and so many people needlessly that's lost how their I lives. Was. That's how I was until recently. It took me fucking fifteen years to accept the fact that hmm, maybe that's not. Oh. But there's so many weird things, like so many the, weird the, the, things. the guy, the guy, the property owner, the property know. owner who removed his whole business yeah. two weeks before. Larry Silverstein, go there, back to Jerusalem. There's some. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But there, there's so fucking there's a uh, there's so much of that. I know. And 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 you no, know, it tears me up, man. It like actually makes me upset, you know. 
Yeah. I hate watching it. It, it fucking killed me. But but yet yeah. you sat there and listened to and all I, the tapes. Yeah, and I fucking tortured myself. And I, I just couldn't wait to hear a terrorist. And then, uh, and then at one point, one of them comes on. I think it was the flight that they supposedly took down in Pennsylvania that they didn't make it anywhere. The one that just fell into a field? Yeah, like they were I, supposedly were supposed to be taking it back to Washington, you know? Yeah, that one was supposed to go into the White House, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess so. Or, yeah, or the but, Capitol building. But I guess that guy, that let's roll guy, you know, let's do this or whatever. They got into the fucking cockpit and fucked him up. You mm. know? So, uh, and is there tapes from that flight? Yeah, yeah. That, the, the the you could tell that the dude flying it didn't have shit under control as the other guys did because they must have got up slicing necks because the the uh, stewardess is on the line and she's like, two people are cut by box cutters in business class. They must have sprayed something because I think we've been maced. You know what I mean? So those dudes had it under control. The dude on flight ninety three was like. Do not come near me. Stay the fuck away from me. And like you could tell he doesn't have the control. He's like, I have two bombs, two bombs. But you know, he didn't have a bomb. He just couldn't control his peeps. And that's when he got rolled on. But the other, like the Flight 11 dudes, they had that shit under control. That was the first thing that hit the world trade. They were like, stay in your seat. You're going to harm the plane. We're going back to the airport. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing I, that I think about when it comes to that is at what point, if you were on a plane that got hijacked and you knew that you were all going to die... It, it, well, that's well, where maybe it's tough. They, maybe they didn't. There know. was no nine eleven yet at that point. Yeah, right. Maybe they thought they were going back to the airport to get some type of ransom demand. Yeah, right. They didn't know they were going to be flown into a building. Yeah, I, it, imagine seeing that coming. Ugh. There's the building. But that's what I'm saying. At what point? It's it's I, it, it's I shudder to oh, look, think. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> like that quick. Right. That's what I'm saying. But. Oh, so you think that it was the last seconds? Like nobody really. Well, I guess that nobody's really looking out, out of the front of the plane anyway. I, I just I, I think about that a lot. Where where were you? At what point would you say, "Holy shit, I'm gonna die anyway"? Let's get this fucking dude. You know, like oh. I know. Well, that's that's where the Manhattan thing is tough because you're over water until ten. Um, you're over land for ten seconds till you're into the World Trade Center. Right. So maybe they think they're, they're landing at JFK, but I don't know what it feels like to be in a plane that low going that fast. You know what I mean? Like that thing was like right through Manhattan blast. Right. You know, they were going pretty fast and they were low the whole time, you know, but those dudes knew what they were doing because that's why the, the, the command center was like, you know, confused because they, they were like, they're flying at the right altitude. They're just turning around, you know, but like. Still, they're turning around. That wasn't in the plan. Yeah, <laughs> you, right. Don't things really go to plan every day down here at the old plane station? <laughs> you know what I mean? The guys usually bust a Yui for no reason. <laughs> yeah, like that is such a uniform process every day <laughs> in know. and out. The second that one weird thing happens, it should be like, exactly. shut everything the fuck down, take this they thing. They were like, not out. accepting it. They must have asked 100 people. I can't hear Flight 77. Why? Because <laughs> they're not answering. Oh, we may have a hijack. Really? I'll get right back to you. <laughs> and then you don't hear from that person. It's it's uh it's it's fascinating. But it's still to this day. People that don't want name. people don't want to fucking touch shit like that. Pass it on to the next guy. Let him deal with it. And then when they called the fighter jets, it almost sounded like they were stoked to get out and do something. But then they kept on like delaying it. They didn't want to fuck around. But but that's another that's another thing. Well, it's 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 like it was their orders. It, every time that they there they, was, I heard them. 
There was orders, but the guys kept fucking like, uh, oh, is this real life? Is this real life? They thought it was like a drill. Like, right. This is real fucking life. Go save people. What I'm saying is, was there orders from somewhere higher up that every time, every time the they- The vice president, yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> oh. holy shit, please let me say this. I'm confused. What I'm saying is, was there orders from higher up negating the orders for the fly- fighter jets every single time? So were there, was there somebody who didn't know what was going on? I'm, I'm operating in the universe where this was a conspiracy theory okay so was there somebody who did not know what was going on that of course the protocol is to send out the fighter jets and take this thing down and then there's somebody higher up who's in on it saying now we don't need that yeah like wait a second wait a second and and delaying it or something because the way that you made me you the way you made it seem is that they kept trying to order for that and then they kept not going yes true you know so that you know again speculation yeah no that makes a lot of sense i didn't even think of it that way but that makes a lot of sense yeah Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's scary. It's really scary. Like, I don't know. I did a lot of thinking about it, and I refuse to believe it. But now that I actually spend time thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of there's a lot of obvious shit here. Where my uh, my 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 mind is way more open to it than it was when it first when happened. it was raw. Right. Even for even for years afterwards, right. you know, it's still I still haven't really grasped the situation that that happened right around right down the street if we were in ub (laughs) looking over the water we could have watched that all unfold oh yeah yeah right of course unbelievable bro right Um, i I mean when when, and where i lived for the last six years i I would go every my morning run every day would i would run right past the what which is now the new you know world trade center but it, right there, every every second, every day, that's where it happened. Yeah, it's crazy. If, if, if I was running down the pier in where I lived in Jersey City and a plane fucking flew into one of those buildings, it would be the craziest thing on the, craziest, in the world. Craziest, craziest thing in the world. And a fucking 7 fucking 37, 747 blasting into a fucking building. And we, and we, and the people, it's weird because you were so, as a human, you're so able to disconnect. Cause when that happened, we were living in South Jersey. Yeah. And we watched it on TV and it still felt like it was happening in another world. Right. Like I wasn't, I wasn't emotionally uh, connected to it as much as I would have if I saw if it you in were real up life. North, yeah. But it literally was right around the corner from where my parents live. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it, when it, and it's like when shit happens in other countries. When we hear about these terrorist attacks in Paris or uh, you know uh, uh, the they Middle East countries deal with and that stuff, shit. They but that we dealt with that day. But yeah, but we all uh, in America, we feel we'll feel bad for people that lost their lives and shit. But at the same time, you're kind of just like, all right, that happened over there. It's almost like it, it's almost like it just happened on TV and it didn't really happen in yes, real life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and even well, that's a way from removing yourself, a way to remove yourself from this. Right, but it, it that's that's so that's a defense mechanism yeah, exactly. that's built into humans. Yeah, it's true. It, it, which is so weird, you know, because something like that happening, even we were just in South Jersey, we were still within two hours of it happening. Yeah, and and I felt removed from it until I got back into the area and then saw the devastation, and then I was like, fuck, you know. Mm. But but I guess what I'm saying is just the the way that you you're you're subconsciously you'll throw up these defense mechanisms to not make you totally lose it because yeah, because how could you not totally lose that if you if you were to, to witness that right you know that kind of thing I don't know um, I'm not going to listen to all the 911 tapes I yeah just... I don't recommend it I don't <laughs> recommend it at all especially if you can't sleep <laughs> and I think it's amazing that you actually did so yeah well. You know, it it shed a lot of light into my into my mind, and you know, it's not like I'm ever going to activate or fucking assemble 
But at least my eyes are more open as to where I fucking live and to who the dirtbags are that run this country. Oh, man. All right, there you go. I wanted to close on that so bad I couldn't touch the thing. <laughs> All right, MC Dev Dad. Leave the reviews, fuckos. Yeah, bring us out. You do it. Um, we're going to have a party once we reach 100 reviews, and it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to fucking tickle some large clits. Uh, Dev Dog is going to wheel me out in the Hannibal Lecter thing, and I'm going to eat flies and glass and shit. And, uh... That's it. I'm going to be sober by that time, so we'll probably smoke some weed or something, and that'll be fun. That's about it. I hope you enjoy this song. It goes out to you. So many smoke-filled years have passed, wrapped in paper inside glass. My eyes were red when you were here, but now you're not in there clear, my where did you go? I'm not high and I'm not low. If I knew a breakup, man, I can't break you up and taste you again. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more pain, less wanna smoke you up. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.